Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. What's up, friends? My name is Sean Alshadi. You already know. This is the man, Jose Youngs. We have the undefeated EKC Layden, man in the cameras. And this is the MMA fighting Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva preview show. We're here in downtown Phoenix at the award-winning Vidura restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you, Vidura, for hosting us. And let's start here, Jose, because this has been a weird week. We've been here to on the ground. The least. We've been here on the ground all week, uh, taking in the sights, taking in the sounds, talking to the major players. But we knew it was going to be a weird mm-hmm. week because it's always a weird week when it's the Jake Paul Circus in town. This one, though, in particular, I don't feel like we ever really thought we were going to see this fight until it was booked, right? Mm-hmm. 47-year-old Anderson Silva, 25-year-old Jake Paul, eight-round boxing match that we're about to see here on Saturday. I want to just start with a vibes check. Where are you right now after going through this week? Are, are you nervous a bit for what... For Anderson, are you excited for whatever the hell this is going to end up being? Are you a little scared for what the MMA community might be in for on Saturday? Where's the vibes right now? I'm more, I'm not scared. I'm not nervous. I'm just like perplexed by the whole situation. Like if you would have told me, so a week ago I was in Abu Dhabi. And if you would have told me, hey, you're going to come back to Phoenix. And the first thing you're going to have to cover is an open workout that involves uh, a former NFL player, uh, TikTok, YouTube influencer riding on a horse. Two uh, Optimus Prime-looking robots in front of uh, Gila River. It's not even Gila River anymore. It's like Desert Diamond Arena. Probably would have been a little confused, but here we are. So I'm more perplexed by the whole situation than anything. It's just, it's a strange scene. I don't cover a ton of boxing. The boxing media itself is just something I'm not quite accustomed to. So I'm not nervous about the fights. This whole week has just been perplexing to me, but we're here. And I'd like... Even when they announced this fight, I'm like, is this fight going to happen? But here we are, I think, less like 48 hours away, a little more than 40 hours away from this actually happening. So let's start with Anderson then, because, I mean, we're at MMA site, right? This is a UFC legend. This is one of the GOATs. If you look at a Mount Rushmore, it's a good chance Anderson's probably on your Mount Rushmore. For sure. Anderson has been, for better or worse, Anderson all week, right? In the lead-up this whole time. Wow. Lots of wows. He's a very friendly guy. He's not going to get... In the back and forth, this has been a much different type of lead up than we saw with Tyron Woodley or Ben Askren or anything. There is no heat at all. It's just Anderson being Anderson. What what is your read on Anderson this week? I mean, again, 47-year-old. A lot of people didn't expect this fight, and now we're here. He seems to be enjoying it, but what are you taking from Anderson this week? It feels like the Anderson of old, almost. Like, the last few fights he had... Like his last fight against Jariah Hall on Halloween a couple years ago, that was still in like the virtual media days where they weren't doing press conferences. They weren't doing in-person interviews quite yet. Even before then, it just felt like it was an unceremonious exit for Anderson Silva. Like the injuries, the losses, 
uh, the virtual stuff, no one being able to witness it. And I feel like, A, he's happy. And it feels like this is when we were, when Anderson was the champion at the time. Like he had, he was being pulled in a million directions, but he was always happy to be there. He didn't really have a lot of heat with his opponents outside of Chael. So it's, it just reminds me of Anderson of old. His English is a lot better than it used to be, or it always was good. And he just didn't, didn't need that. He's Ed just Sor- it to us. Didn't need Ed Soares all of those times, Anderson. But like, it just feels like Anderson of old. Like, the joy's back. It is. It, and it's the point when, when someone asks Anderson a question, I am, can almost immediately, I know how he's going to react. I know what he's going to say. And I'm still just like, wow. I just, wow. I love That's him. a good I love question. That guy yeah. so much. Like I can just see the smile come up. So he's, he's happy, I guess. He's happy. So let's then look at the other side of this, right? Jake Paul, mm-hmm. someone who his relationship with MMA has been, I don't know how tumultuous. you want to describe Tumultuous is one way you could describe it. He took the fight that no one really thought he would take, though, right? Like, this is Anderson Silva. However you want to paint it, 47-year-olds, this is still Anderson freaking Silva. We've seen him against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. We've seen him against Tito Ortiz. The way that Jake Paul has been managing this career of his so far in the fight game, handling the big moment against Ben Askren, handles the big moment twice against Tyron Woodley, but there's just a different element to it when it's Anderson, right? There's an aura oh, to for it. Sure. There, it's a childhood idol of him. Even now at Anderson's age, you just feel different when Anderson's in the room. Like He very much has that presence to him. And he turns it on, too, because he's friendly. He's, he's joking around. But when we do the stare downs or whatever, oh. that, that Anderson pops in and he's scary. Yeah. And I mean, this is someone we've seen the photo that they took at the steak and lube or whatever yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. all those years ago. Like, <laughs> how do you, which by the way, that's, that's got to be a Midwest <laughs> thing, the steak and lube. That's, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel like Jake has, has managed this week so far, fighting an idol of his? Again, the big moment, but it's a different type of big moment. Now. The heat's not there. And I thought the open workouts was eye-opening to me in the sense I didn't think people were going to turn out on a Wednesday in October to watch people work out in Glendale, outdoors in Glendale. I just did, I, I thought some people would be there, but I, I've been to the UFC open workouts and I've been to boxing open workouts. I didn't think this was gonna draw the crowd it did. And it wasn't massive, but it was, the crowd that turned out for the Jake Paul open workout and Anderson far exceeded my expectations. And yeah, Jake and Anderson, there was a lot of time in between it, but they stuck around. Like there were people when I went to check in at three o'clock, there were people there with Jake Paul signs and they stayed for the whole thing. So I think Jake Paul is handling this as well as you can given there's no heat because just like with Tyron and Ben and even Nate Robinson was on the, the undercard of that Mike Tyson, Roy Jones fight. Like Jake needed to do a lot to push his fights because maybe his opponents weren't doing it or they were arguing and making these weird bets. There's a lot more. I think it helps that media can get into this because there's no COVID rules. It's in Phoenix. It's Anderson Silva. So you also there's a lot of there was a couple of Brazilian media media here. So it's drawing a far different crowd. And maybe he just feel like he doesn't need to do as much promotional lift because people are already here for it. That being said, the back and forth between these guys has been interesting to me in it's one weird, respect man. because it is so friendly. Yeah. Anderson is really being he's turning on the charm, right? Mm-hmm. He's being so nice. He's joking around. There's lots of dancing. Is there an element, do you think, of Anderson just playing some mind games here? Of almost yes, like lulling sure. Jake into some for like, sure. oh, no, buddy, we're friends type of environment before this fight. For sure. For sure. I mean, even when it, remember when Israel fought uh, Anderson, he's, there were moments in there where, like, he, I remember in that post-fight press conference when Israel got cornered against the fence 
And he said, oh, this is where Anderson throws that knee. And then he did it. And Israel was like, damn, like, I just, Anderson just threw that knee at me. The one that like clips Bisbing, the one that clips everyone. And I have a feeling that, like you said it in the stare down, like Jake Paul and him are like joking and this and that. But then when they face off, you can kind of He see turns it on. Jake Paul's like, damn, like, that's Anderson Silva. It's it's different. It's like if you're a basketball player and all of a sudden you're going to go play one on one with Michael Jordan and then you're like, you're joking about it. But then Michael Jordan's like, I'm a mess. I'm not, here bust to, your ass. I'm not here to mess around. Then you're like, oh, this is this is this man is different. I'm curious how both men approach the fight because you always hear. Like if Jake views Anderson as his hero, maybe he views like, oh, we're just going to go out there and pitter pat and spar and Anderson's going to go out there and just like go out for the kill right away. So I do think there is definitely an element that Anderson is playing these mind games for sure. I think I agree with you too, because yeah. the way, the way that it does feel like he's lulling Jake into some just Absolutely. level of like, we are such good friends, guy. Like I'm your inspiration type of thing. And then you see it, you see it when he turns it on. One thing that's been sort of the elephant in the room this whole week, obviously has and the fact that we're shooting this right now and there's a commission meeting in an hour or two sure. hours to discuss this issue has been the knockouts uh, inspiring from an Anderson Silva knockouts, interview. if that's what he means. Knockouts, yeah. knockdowns, however you want to call it. He says he misspoke. But that was from an interview in September. Uh, and now it's become a real issue. And I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that this commission is actually just not going to, it's just, they have to perfunctory yeah. have this conversation, but this fight's still going to happen. Otherwise, just, we, otherwise we're going to end up trashing this preview show and people will never see it. You think it's just for optics? I think it is very much just for optics at this point. I wouldn't be concerned that we're going to lose the fight. Uh, you'll never see this preview show if we do. <laughs> but either way, is this something? Is this something? Or is this kind of in between? The knockout thing? I do think... Just, I mean, Anderson's 47 years old. You know? Like, that's ultimately that we come, keep coming back to it. But I think if it was... Not prime. If this was, like, Tommy Fury... And he's like, oh, I got knocked out twice in sparring. I don't know if they would have been doing this. But the fact that you're closer, you're close to half a century old. He's close. Anderson's almost 50 years old. And if he's saying, oh, I got knocked out twice by young up and coming boxers in camp, the commission's like, well, that's, this is also the commission that stripped that, they did a strip Charles. It's a very good point. This is the commission, the Arizona commission, that that point five, that means that the, this is that commission. So like all eyes are on them. And like given the fact we're like concussions are really prevalent in all sports right now. Like Bellator pulled a fighter like the week after uh, Tua got hurt. So maybe they're just doing, maybe it's for objects. Maybe they're looking into it. Maybe they're making Anderson do more medicals, but it's, I don't know. And Anderson has said knockout before in the past. And he's been like, oh, I mean knockdowns because it's not his first language. So he's. I think there's something there. I don't know. I, I don't know because I don't know how the sparring went, but I think there's something there. But eventually, I do think the fight will happen. I, I, one thing that's stuck out to me in the lead up, just not even to this, but throughout the whole Jake Paul circus. I spoke to Ben Askren a couple of weeks ago, and Ben Askren goes out at the last chapter of his MMA career. Obviously, two of the more viral losses that you can suffer Probably in the two sports, most viral right? knockouts the last five years. Surprisingly, when I spoke to him, he said he hears the Jake Paul one every day. And that's the one he hears most often. I would expect it's the other way and that it was Masvidal. But it's the Jake Paul one that seems to be following him and he can't go anywhere without either seeing the video or having kids come up to him and be like, ooh, Jake Paul, Jake Paul type of thing. And it's just something that he now feels like is probably going to yeah, follow yeah, him yeah. for most of his life. And he's fine. Like, he's fine with that. That's ultimately what comes with it. But that is an element of the Jake Paul circus is whatever this 
you know, whatever the social media sensation, like younger fan base, is just what they, it's going to follow you if you lose. It's, it's going to embarrass the you Gen in that Zers type of way. Of the world. Do you think that that's like something that, because obviously Anderson, legend, one of the greatest of all time. Will this be something that if he loses on Saturday, actually follows him in the, in the same way? Because you, you look at Tyron Woodley, he's a top five welterweight of all time. His comment section still has never recovered. You go to any comment section of his and it's very much going to be the same type of thing. Can, is Anderson susceptible to this or is he almost above this because of who he is? Wow, that's a good question. I, I like to think that Anderson has enough respect from the fight world that maybe it doesn't follow him. Because how many people are going up to Evander Holyfield and talking about getting knocked out by Vitor Belfort? I don't, I can't imagine that many. I bet, but then there's a whole generation of fans that have probably never seen Anderson Silva fight. And they don't, or if they have, their whole experience is him losing. Correct. I don't. I, I, I'd like to think that Anderson is above it, but I don't know if this new generation of, like if Logan Paul pushes it and Jake Paul pushes it, if Dana White reacts to it. I don't know. I like to think no, but this new generation of fight fans, I just, I, I have no idea. I hope not because Anderson has done enough to, like he's going to be a top five fighter forever. Like Anderson's a guy, whether it's boxing, MMA, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, if he walks into a room, people get out of the way. They're like, it's Anderson Silva. Like, if Gordon Ryan is here and Anderson Silva walks in, Gordon Ryan's like, oh, that's Anderson Silva. That's a guy. Same as Manny Pacquiao, same as Floyd, same as any. If Overeem is here or Badahari or Rico Verri, when Anderson Silva walks in, they're like, that's Anderson Silva. I like, so I like to think Anderson is one of those few that is maybe above it, but I don't know. This generation of fight fans, I just, I have no idea. I mean, just even speaking to that, like, does it feel like, because Anderson was asked about this today at the press he conference. Should, he, he played it down. Of the legacy question yeah. of, does this feel like this will impact your legacy in any way? And that's something that chased Ben Askren, that chased Tyron Woodley. And ultimately it feels like maybe it didn't, you know, hurt their legacy too much, but it is some now a part of their yeah. legacy. Does this become a part of Anderson Silva's legacy, even at 47, if this goes poorly on Saturday? It depends. I guess it would depend on how badly it goes. If this is a replay of Evander Vitor and it's just sad. I bet it hurts. If if this looks like Vitor versus Evander, I bet it hurts Jake more because you just beat you just beat a guy that's like way past his prime that should never have been there. If it is a back and forth war and Jake pulls out a decision, Anderson pulls out a decision, it's going to help Jake. So I really think it just it depends on how both men look. If if Anderson looks 47 and Jake beats it up and he it's sad. We're like, this never should have happened. If Anderson goes out there and does what Anderson does, we're like, oh, there's Anderson, the guy that beat Julio Sujusavis Jr. in boxing. But if Jake does like third, fourth round knockout, then it's obviously going to help Jake a lot. It's funny you say that it'd be sad because I think it's obvious, like we, we are supposed to be impartial, but we are MMA media. We sure. covered Anderson for a mm -hmm. long time. We have a connection to mm -hmm. Anderson. I think mm -hmm. the same with the fans, right? Anderson is beloved. And in a way, Anderson Silva is almost like a religion in MMA. For like sure. He is revered in a way that very few fighters are. The real question the all, to all of this, on Saturday night, if this goes poorly, what is the MMA community, what is the reaction from the MMA community going to be like? Is it going to be a funeral? Is there going to be fires in the streets? Like, what are we looking at if this just goes worst case scenario on Saturday, which might happen? Sure. Worst case scenario, worst case scenario, a bunch of UFC fighters 
on the UFC roster, just start calling out Jake Paul to avenge Anderson Silva when that can't happen. And then Dana White gets mad at everyone for asking about that. You think there's an uprising almost? I think because, like you said, Anderson Silva is religion, and there are fighters on this roster that they fight because of Anderson Silva. Uriah Hall, he's Uriah, on this card. Correct. So there's going to be guys that will be like, I have to avenge Anderson. Because Tyron and Ben Ashkin were respected. They were champions. Like, But Anderson Silva is top five, like top four, top three greatest ever of all time. Worst case scenario, it's sad. People get mad at Jake Paul, and there's more like – people trying to fight their contracts out and to go fight them, which I don't just, just I don't I don't really care about one way or another I don't have a horse in that race at all um I think that's worst case scenario for the UFC for sure but worst case for uh, like just the community at large I feel like they're gonna it's just gonna it'll be, be a big hit it will like the Tyron the Ben thing was one thing and because I don't know that Ben Askren is beloved right correct. same with Tyron I don't correct. know that Tyron is beloved for as much as he accomplished yeah. Anderson is beloved, and, and I think it's, people will have a real problem with and it. And it's different in the fact that those guys were wrestlers. Exactly. If you beat Anderson in striking, we if, if it's a close fight, or if, if it's back and forth, or Jake dominates a few rounds and then knocks him out, it's not like a 20-second washing that's sad. You have to, at that point, you have to respect Jake Paul's boxing skills. 47-year-old Anderson Silva, if you piece him up over three, four rounds and finish him, you have to, you cannot help but take ben, Jake Paul seriously as a boxer. I don't want to envision a world where this <laughs> where is happening. I'm not going to lie. Where we're peeling Anderson Silva off the canvas. That just makes me sad. Mm -hmm. That's That would be the saddest thing that I have seen in person in the fight game. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, at this moment, the saddest thing I've ever seen is Alex Volkanovsky going up to a Korean zombie saying, you sure you want to keep going? And me... The biggest Korean zombie fan you'll ever meet was like, oh, don't do it. <laughs> right That's here. Like just, right here. And I didn't care who won that fight, but I like, because at the end of the day, like, I don't care who wins this fight. Sure. It's just, you don't want to see your heroes go out on a stretcher. Like that, I don't want to see, like, a, as a baseball fan, I don't want to see, like, your favorite baseball player go out. I don't, I don't want to see Pedro Martinez, like, carted off with his arm in a sling. I don't want to see, like, if you, if, if you, a Patriots fan, if Tom Brady leaves on a stretcher, you're going to feel disappointed that that was the end not everyone gets the Peyton Manning not everyone gets the like these Brian McCann Peyton Manning had a terrible season that whole year and he was awful in that Super Bowl but I'm who won saying. the last game of the season sure that's all that matters that's all as Billy Bean said no one cares unless you win the last game of the season <laughs> um, so I just hope it's a good fight I really do. I hope it's not sad competitive Com I hope a it's competitive, competitive. Fight. for just fans in general because even if Anderson Silva just goes out and rinses Jake Paul I'm like oh that's like it's all cool and we saw Anderson but as a fight I just want to see a good fight I really do quickly just want to talk about what we just saw a few hours ago because we're, mm -hmm. we're filming this right after the press conference mm -hmm. there's always been these bets in these Jake oh, yeah. Paul fights man I forgot about and, that and they're they, you know they're they're whatever it's sure. just like a sideshow to the sideshow type of thing this one was kind of interesting though I can't lie like this is the way, super interesting the way Jake presented this to Anderson and almost like cornered him in this place that is a very intriguing place all of a sudden like what are you intrigued by this bet which oh, obviously yes. if jake loses he's gonna very, fight anderson in a kickboxing sure. fight which kudos to anderson because sure. that is a much worse deal for jake than an sure. mma fight sure because jake could have just like shot on him and get guillotined or whatever like kick kickboxing you're getting head kicked you're getting leg kicked it's gonna be a if bad it's time glory, if it's glory rules it's no elbows though. it's gonna be a bad time yeah uh and then the flip side is if if Jake wins. They Anderson's going to fight, or Anderson's going to help him start an MMA union, not even a That's UFC crazy. union, an MMA union. 
Are you intrigued by this? I'm so intrigued. I don't know if I. I don't know if either will happen. Either and that's way, the second part. Is this actually going to happen? I don't know. Whoever wins, I don't know if they kickbox. I don't know if there's a union. I don't know. I am so intrigued. Like tattoo bets, whatever. All this other stuff, whatever. This is so in, like it's to the point where like me and Casey were filming it in the back, and as soon as they were like kickboxing, we were like, oh, that's cool. And then he's like, if I win, you start a union. We looked at each other. And then if you watch the video, <laughs> look at Uriah Hall. His eyebrows just go. Because Uriah was kind of checked out. As soon as that came up, he head turned, his eyebrows went up. And then our colleague Ariel just audibly goes, oh. The MC. The yeah, MC. The impartial MC goes, wow. Back. Like, I think everyone in the MMA media was like, like wow. I, I, I wish someone would have asked Le'Veon about it because he's been in a player's union. He knows the good it can do. Um, that I was intrigued by this as like a, not, I want to call it a circus, but like I was intrigued by this because it was just, a, it was a, a novelty. It's a pro fight, but it's a novelty sort of. I am hyper intrigued about the outcome now. I, I, they, so kudos to them for plugging that in because if you look at our TikTok, that bet is at, before we started filming was pushing a million TikTok views in like two hours. Now it's like tomorrow. I can't even imagine. Smart. It was really smart. Super smart. So, but now I'm like, damn, do I have to root against Anderson? <laughs> What's happening now? right here? Don't do this to me. Do I have to root against Anderson? Because I want to, I want to see it. I want to see the kickboxing match, but I also think there needs to be a fighters union. Like, don't make me pick. I need to be down the middle. It is funny. You mentioned Uriah Hall too, because we talked to him afterwards yeah. after the presser and I asked him about that. And he was very fired up about it. 1.4 million right now on that clip. We'll see. I don't believe that either is going to happen. I don't either. You said that too. I, 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 don't, I don't think the kickboxing match is going to happen. Nope. I don't think the and if it happens, happen. I think it's going to be in a gym. Exactly. Like a, like a like gym a Rocky session. Apollo like a Rocky Apollo thing. Yeah. We'll see though. It's, it's, it's intriguing. I got to say. It's smart to throw that out there. Two quick, two quick things and then we'll end on this. What's more likely? Like if you just look at the stylistic matchup, what we're, what we're facing on Saturday, what is more likely in your opinion? A replication of Anderson Silva, Stefan Bonner, or a replication of Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley, too. What's more? If you had to put your money and your life savings on one of those two things, what feels this more likely? My, this isn't my pick, but I would say Anderson, Stefan Bonner. I think I, I agree think Jake is young enough and like hot-headed, and he's at that like I need to show the world where I can I can see clear as day in my head Anderson being in the corner saying come on come on and you know when when jake paul circles away and anderson walks back Doing the into anderson the, silva and saying, stuff and saying like this i can see jake falling for that and they're just getting melted it's i can so see that you can't prepare for the anderson you really silva stuff, man. there's you think there you can are, until it's in front of you there are few people in this world that can prepare for it israel adesanya was one of them uh, I think Chris Weidman was prepared for how that fight played out because he clipped Anderson against the fence. He had the perfect game plan. Yeah, the hook followed up with the hook. The hook. I don't think Jake Paul. I think Jake Paul is young enough. I don't want to say dumb enough, but like hot-headed enough to like want to prove, like, oh, I can, I can fight, fight through this because Julio Cesar Chavez fell for it. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. fell for it. And that dude fought Canelo. That dude has fought like sixty pro fights. That was Anderson's first fight. I can very clear as day see a, that play out of my head. They'll come fight me and then just bam, right through it. Is Nate Diaz next if this goes well for Jake Paul? We've seen him all week. He's just hanging out, having a good old time. It feels like he would be next. Yes. If I had my money on, if I had like, 
Out of 166%, yes. So two-thirds percent chance, I would say. Because there's always, like, the KSIs of the world that'll, like, like the Andrew Tate's. By the way, Anderson gave KSI a young man earlier this week of, like, a sit-down young man type of thing. I really appreciate it. No one really wants to fight KSI right now. Terrence McKinney has been trying to fight that dude for a while. (laughs) He's in the comments a lot. I know. So let's see how – if he just melts Anderson and goes, Nate Diaz, get in here, and Nate Diaz, like, okay, let's do it. Like, then probably. But if it – yeah, let's see how the fight plays out. But more likely than not, that would be my, that would be, if, and according to the odds makers, they made this graphic, Nate Diaz, like Jake Paul, Nate is the highest odds of happening for Jake's next fight if he wins. I mean, speaking of odds, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but now that you do, the way the, the odds movement on this fight has been very intriguing to me because it comes, it, we get the booking and Jake Paul instantly is the big underdog to Anderson yeah. Silva because it's sure. Anderson freaking Silva. Silva. But you look today, Jake Paul's almost a two to one favorite right now. Mm. Like, those odds have flipped in a pretty dramatic way, and I wonder, what does that say to you? Does that just say that Jake Paul is popular? I don't, that's weird. It's very weird to me. I don't know what that says. Like, I think Jed or GC would be a better person to ask this question to, but I didn't realize it flipped that much. I don't know. Like, what has Jake done to... Sway that. Is it just a lot of money coming in on him, maybe? I don't know. He's just a popular name. Yeah, most of the money. I think somebody had told me like 90% of the money is coming in on Jake Paul. When the opening odds were announced, I'd be like, if I'm a betting man, just throw a couple bucks on Jake because he has a very feasible way of winning. And that's just good. That, As John Anik says, always bet the odds, not who you think he's going to win. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe Vegas goes, there's a lot of money on Jake. So they, I don't know. The GC or Jed, the No Bets Barred podcast on the MMA Fighting, check po- it out. On the MMA Fighting Podcast Network would be a better a good question. Network. Some may even say the best. Um, They'll be they would people. be a better. That is, I didn't know they swung that much. That is interesting. I had no idea. All right, well, let's make the pick, Jose. We've been here all week. We've talked to him. We've seen it. Where are you leaning? Is MMA about to have a very depressing Saturday night? I don't think so. Even if Anderson loses, I think he'll have a good showing. But I think the conversation will be Jake Paul fought 47-year-old Anderson Silva. If, he, if this goes to a decision, because Anderson is Anderson, but like Jake Paul is, what, 27 years old? It's 25. It's a big guy, too. Anderson's actually a little bigger, though. It's true. True. I'm going to say Anderson by decision. Decision. But I think it will be a close fight. I think Anderson, if Anderson wanted to, I think he could just dominate. But I think Anderson's going to have fun in there. Oh, you think he's going to carry him? No, I don't think he's going to carry him. I think he's going to be like, and like, do all this stuff. Like, I bet bet Anderson could win a round without throwing a punch. Just like, kind of ducking and diving and like making him come and just making Jake Paul act out in the but I so I say Anderson by decision but I think Anderson could, I think there's a better chance of Anderson knocking out Jake than the other way around I agree with you and I'm actually I would say Anderson seven round knockout I'm calling okay. that like later round yeah like late round knockout because yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you I think he's gonna go in there try to have some fun for a bit but towards the end he's gonna be like all right let's finish it let's go home sure. here. 100% exactly so seventh round KO TKO he's gonna be is he gonna KO. be so like Tito Ortiz like face down. Maybe not to that degree, but yeah, that's how I so see it. So not a Tyron Woodley knockout? I hope not. <laughs> I could see the referees stopping it. Like stopping like Oh, Tyron Ander- Woodley knockout on for Anderson. Like, yeah, like I, Anderson, I like like Anderson like doing his thing against the ropes and then Jake just being like, What's just happening? being overwhelmed? Just being yeah. overwhelmed, exhausted, tired, and the referee just stops. Like Deontay Wilder, and then Deontay Wilder's like hug like falls on the ref type situation. I don't think he's gonna go out there and t- no one's gonna Deontay Wilder anyone. 
like touch of death style. I think whoever, if there's a TKO, it's gonna be either Anderson's retired in the stool because he's 47, or Jake Paul just gets stopped against the ropes. Casey, get in here. You didn't know I was gonna do this, but Casey, I need you. Casey, come on down. Casey, as the resident fighter. The undefeated <laughs> EKC Layden. What's your pick on this? What's your read on this fight? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, Anderson, I, I, I feel experience should take over. Experience should take over. Uh, I think Anderson will conserve his energy properly in the first few rounds. Was it eight-round fight? Eight-round fight. Yeah, I think uh, the first four rounds. I think it actually could be kind of boring, the first four rounds, almost like the, uh, the Paul. Because uh, they respect each other too yeah, much, maybe. Yeah, they respect each other a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Jake's, I think Jake's going to be, like, just freaked out. And, but then eventually, Jake's like, oh, crap, I'm an entertainer. I'm a prize fighter. I got to do something. And that's when Anderson Silva shows up. Because um, he just, you, you, know, you know, like if you give Anderson Silva time to download that information, uh, yeah, later rounds, boom, Anderson Silva should take over. Um, and he should uh, solidly TKO Jake Paul, uh, almost almost like kind of Floyd Connor-esque. You know, just kind of just with the refs like, all right, this is done. So that's my prediction. Well, there you go. You have it. Three picks for Anderson Silva. He is the underdog, though. So you never know. That is why they fight the fights. Did you pick Ben Askren to win? No. Did you pick Tyron to win? Yes. I picked Tyron the first time. Yeah, yeah. that was the same. And yeah, then yeah. second time, I did not. Yeah, same. All right, cool. So, so we'll see. We're not being biased here. We can pick against MMA I mean, fighters. we're being a little biased. Let's be real. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for rocking with us all week as we have brought you coverage from here in Glendale. And keep it locked to MMA Fighting on Saturday for all your post-fight, pre-fight, every all the coverage you could expect from this wonderful website. We'll be here for you. That man is Jose Youngs. You just heard from the undefeated EKC Layton. I am Sean Alshadi. We love you guys, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, Verdura, for letting us shoot here. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.